Hello, everyone. This is Asan from the Weekly Regular. If you like this podcast, then you will love my new podcast. It's called Carl Calls His Cousin. It's a bi-weekly, twice a week, twice a week conversation uh, with me and my cousin Carl Tart, who is an actor and a writer. Um, you may know him from things like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place, and he is also getting ready to star uh, on a new um, comedy series for NBC called Grand Crew. Uh, it's about him and his four buddies who meet up at a wine bar and have drinks and 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 merry times are had by all. Uh, yeah, but uh, Carl is a uh, he's my cousin and we're good friends and we talk on the phone uh, all the time. We do like weekly Zoom calls and stuff. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to put those conversations out as a podcast. It is a very funny podcast. Uh, if you like the weekly regular at all, you will like this podcast for sure. Uh, this podcast is available on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash the flagrant the flagrant ones. That is our parent podcast. Uh, yeah, just Google Carl calls his cousin Patreon. You will find it. You can subscribe and listen to the episodes uh, for $4 a month. That's just one coffee a month. Isn't that great? Go uh, on to Patreon, search Carl calls his cousin, and listen to that podcast. Now, thanks a lot. Get into this episode, and I'll see you next week. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, as always. Uh, I got a special episode of the Weekly Regular here for you guys this week. Um, I have two, uh, first of all, they're friends, brothers. Uh, they At different points in my life, they've been co-workers and colleagues and bosses and and and, and everything. Uh, open mic, uh, stage sharers, wedding singers, uh, everyth- everything you can imagine. They are the two of the, the greatest people I know. They are uh, here to talk about, uh, we're just going to talk about life. We're going to talk about their new podcast venture. We're just going to talk about everything. But uh, before I go any further, I just want to bring them to the show. Uh, welcome to the weekly regular podcast, Markay and Hector. What's up? What's up, boys? Hey. hey. What's good? Now, do you guys have Again. stage, do you guys now have stage names now that you are uh, internet personalities? I'm Sexy Carmel. <laughs> Sexy Carmel. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was mine. What was yours, Marque? Uh, dark chocolate, you know. Dark chocolate. Yes, sir. What's okay. the hat that you wear? What is it? Black stallion. Black I don't stallion. Know about that one, <laughs> so you got a Jesus and therapy hoodie and a hat that says black stallion on it. <laughs> That's definitely not me. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so he on the weekly regular, we normally start the podcast off. Uh, just talking about like what we did this week and if there's anything you want to talk about, like, what did you do this week? What was, what was your week? Con- con- what did it consist of? What, what made your, what made the seven days this week fly by for you guys? Either of you can start. Well, I'll jump in, man. Uh, so I started a new hobby over uh-huh. the course of this quarantine, which has been cycling. Cycling. Uh, yes. Yes. So you bought a bike. Did you, did you buy the bike recently? I bought the bike about what four or five months ago, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I mean, ever, ever since then, yeah, I'll, I'll hop on it every once in a while. <laughs> right, uh, man, because those seats, bro, are, <laughs> your butt sore. Oh my god, like it, yeah, it's crazy. So, uh-huh. but when it comes to this week, we uh-huh. did a, a twenty-three mile ride to the Rose Bowl, and that was pretty sweet. Um, 
Yeah. How far of a ride is that to the Rose Bowl from where you live? Well, I think it was 11 miles, I think. I mean, yeah, just I just go ahead and give out your address. That way people have it. <laughs> <laughs> like give, out a, give out a son's address. Uh, <laughs> no, don't give out mine. South uh, Pasadena. <laughs> Uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Edit, edit, edit. No, uh, <laughs> okay, so you you were cycling this week. And so, Marque, like, what is your what do you do for a living? Like, what's your what's your normal, like, day-to-day? What's your job title? How would you describe what you do to people? Yeah, so I work at a church, uh-huh. uh, a fellowship church. I'm the musical director there. Okay. Uh, I've also served in many other uh, capacities within the music department. Mm-hmm. Um, what does yeah, a musical director how... do at a church? Yeah, so I... One, I care for musicians. Uh, um, Marquette, not a lot of Christians listen to this podcast. So, like, you got to, like, <laughs> not a lot okay. of Christians listen to this podcast. So I need you to explain what it is a musical director do, does to heathens. <laughs> We're talking to heathens right now. To heathens. Okay. So, what you do is, no. So, uh, <laughs> so um, when it comes to that, uh, yeah. So, I care for the, the musical side of things. Like, so, uh-huh. arrangements. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, scheduling different musicians, um, you know, uh, I'm just in charge of the sound of the church when it comes to the musical aspect of things. So, yeah, even, man. Even when it sounds bad? Even when it sounds bad. Hey. So here I hear all the critiques, uh-huh. you all, get all the emails, emails of yeah. the congregants that, you know, why the heck did you do that particular song? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the things. You should do this song. How about you do... <laughs> Did you get a lot of suggestions of what songs to do for Martin Luther King Sunday? That just oh my happens? gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> All the time. Do I've be, I, I even had this person actually give me a hymn book? And Here, you do, need this. I like highlighted right, numbers. Right. Like, highlight, highlight the different numbers. Be highlighting. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I've had all the things when it comes to yeah. So how yeah. is how has that been? And Hector, I promise I'm gonna bring you in in here in a second. So how has that been? How has that that role or that experience in that job been different for you uh, working at home this past year? I'm assuming most of your responsibilities have been primarily from the house. Well, you said how has it been different compared to yeah, uh, to way the, the church normally functions. Now you're doing your job at home, you know, with the 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 current yeah. you know climate right now. Right. right. It's funny because you would think working from home will be way easier, but in my case, it's been way more challenging. Please, uh, uh, please speak into your mic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm just chilling and relaxing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you would think from the musical aspect, uh-huh. uh, of course, yeah, that, but man, because I got two kids at home. Uh-huh. Oh, we're going to get into that. Yeah. So just the idea of like, because. I got things to record, uh-huh. deadlines to make, mm-hmm. uh, and you got two kids just on your, <laughs> literally on your shoulders as you're trying to record things and get things ready to go. It's just, yeah, it makes that makes that thing way more harder than it's supposed to be. So, yeah. All right. That's that's one of the biggest difference. All right. Difference. Well, cool. Well, let's get your partner yeah. in crime in here, uh, Hector. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, yeah. man? Good. Yeah. How was your week? What'd you do this week? Uh, this week, I actually went on the same bike ride with Marque. Him and I and another friend went together. Wow. Cool. Thanks for the invitation, guys. You have a bike? <laughs> you said what? Do you have a bike? No, but I, well, I mean, I'm open to receiving <laughs> gifts. 
Kids have to have a, a padded seat, though. Yeah, I need. I need. Do they make bikes? Do they make <laughs> bikes with like a temper pedic? A cruiser. Uh, a cruiser, like the Debo bike with gears. <laughs> townie. It's called a townie. It's called a townie. Uh, <laughs> all right. Some of your listeners will probably know what that is. A townie. All right. <laughs> what the heck is a townie? Look it up. It's like a. It's like a souped-up cruiser with gears and stuff. Okay. Oh, Hector, can you pull your mic a little bit closer? Both of you guys are a little quiet. Okay, cool. Um, but okay, so Hector, uh, tell me what tell me what you did this week besides that bike ride. You got to, you had to do something else. Yeah. Okay. So what do we do this week? Hanging out um, with Marque cannot be the highlight of your week. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know what though? You're married. Actually, I know no, you. No, it's a good ride though. It's a good ride. Uh, let's see here. What, what what do we do this week? A lot of the weeks in the pandemic has been have been really similar. I mean, especially right now, yeah. at the time we're recording this, like we're we're locked down, so like there's no going anywhere, or doing anything. Right. So we've been, yeah. So it looked y'all ain't been same. going to them Orange County uh, church concerts out the be- no, at the beach the festivals, worship nights. No, no, we're not doing that. Come on, man. <laughs> no, so we we know, but we, we we spent a lot of time at home. We one thing we did um, was we. Uh, um, with the girls, we played this, like, the, my girls are into Spy Kids right now. Do you remember that show, when you were, or that movie when you were a kid? Yeah, the Robert Rodriguez movies. I don't know who it is. The director, he, he directs those movies. Is he? Okay. So there, there's a few different ones. They've been, like, on this Spy Kids kick. So uh-huh. we, we made some Spy Kids crafts, like little fake binoculars and all this stuff. <laughs> That's dope. And I have some walkie-talkies, and, like, they were running out back, and I was, like, giving them missions. I was like... Oh, okay, that's tight. What you got to do now, what you got to do, because competition is like the the root of all like drama. So what you got to do uh-huh. is you got to kidnap one kid uh, who's on and, the, and have them be in on it. And then the other kids got to like figure out how to save that kid. And But you got to yeah. really sell it to them so that when they complete the mission, it feels really rewarding to them. So you got to really make it seem like the one kid that's kidnapped is really in danger. There and it's it up to them to, to figure it out. Like threaten to like feed him to the dog or something like that. Yeah, be like, I, I just don't know. I uh, Joelle, she just disappeared, guys. We gotta figure out. Like she could be in trouble. You have to help, Daddy. Daddy right. is right. is terrified. <laughs> no, that's funny. We man, me and Jessica sometimes I think are horrible parents because we'll do like stuff like that sometimes, like make things like really real to them. Yeah, you have to. You gotta let them <laughs> like, know. You know, not you gotta let them know that life is precious. Yeah, you got when I was young, and this, and I was, I was traumatized as a kid. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-oh. Like, uh, when I was young, my mom would do like, <laughs> I don't even know if I should be saying this. My mom what? would like, <laughs> she would like hide from me when I was a kid because she thought it was amusing. So she would hide from me, and and like, and I would be terrified. Like, I'm like, where's my mom? Oh no! <laughs> and so that's like, terrifying. Oh, and so I would find her at some point in the house, and she would just laugh, and I'd be like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> But in <laughs> retrospect, it was funny. Oh, it's hilarious! She's, she's teaching you, <laughs> you to be uh, be self uh, yeah independent, uh, independent, yeah, self reliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, see, that's, that's why we, that's why we're in therapy now. I mean, partially. <laughs> um, Hector, what do you what do you do for a living normally? Uh, my okay, so my 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 main job, my main gig is yeah. I'm a professor, a music professor at a private university in uh-huh. Riverside. So that's that's in Southern California, thing. right? In Southern California, yeah, we're a global podcast, Hector. Global, worldwide. Global they call me. They call me Senor Worldwide. They call. Okay. They call Pitbull Mister Worldwide. They call me Senor Worldwide. I told them you guys should call him Senor Worldwide because he's Cuban. But they're like, nah, nah, nah. We feel like you're more exotic. So I guess that's okay. That's the burden I'll, that I've been I'll given. But yeah, so it's a it's a global podcast. Please remember that. Southern California. 
Southern California is the university. So yeah, I, so so that's that's uh that's what that's my main thing. But then and I'm what, also, what like um, what do you teach there? I teach music. Okay. And uh, specifically, I I help train um, students who want to go into um, church music. So gotcha. uh, we we call them worship leaders in the church. People who lead music uh, for for singing for congregational music and uh-huh. basically a pastor. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. So you train people to do what Marquet does for a living? <laughs> uh, well, on 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 varying levels. Like there, there's either there are either the people who are like wanting to be the music director, like like uh, like Marquet, or people who are wanting to be kind of the front person with the microphone right. leading. So you teach people to do what Marquet does and more. <laughs> no, we, I I teach them to to have a framework to start their journey on it. You know. Um, no, so Marque, let me ask you something. What Marque does? Marque has. <laughs> Excuse like, me. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes, I need to ask Marque a question, Hector. Sorry, Senor World. <laughs> now Marque, how did now hearing that from someone you are now a quote unquote in business with? Uh, Hector muted his channel. He doesn't want people to know that he's drinking. Um, <laughs> um, no, uh, we're both with you. I got some whiskey here too. Uh oh, uh, Marque, what? So after hearing that, how do you? How does that make you feel? Like, do you do you think Hector is equipped to teach people to do what you do and beyond and more? <laughs> Hector is more than equipped to uh, do. All right, well then, there you beyond. go. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Yes. Well, you guys yes. seem like a good fit. You seem like you guys are very secure in yourselves. And therefore, very secure with each other. I think that's a good. That's good, and I think that is good because you guys. You the reason I asked you to be on the show because I definitely would not have asked you otherwise. Is I asked you on the show to talk about a new venture that you that you all are are um, diving into. Uh, you guys want to talk about what that is? Yeah, Marque wants you kick it up. It was it was, was Marque's the incentive. Yeah, man, I'm super excited about it. So we just launched a podcast uh, called Her Best Dad Ever. Her Best Dad yeah. Ever. Yeah, Her Best Dad Ever. What does that mean? It's just literally we're trying to be her best dad ever as far as like oh, we're girl dads mm-hmm. that's searching and learning and growing um, to try to be uh, our daughter's best dads. Uh, yeah. You guys have a theme song already? We do. You do? Yeah. Now, dang, that's a shame because I was really thinking you should reach out to the the artist, her, to do the to do the theme song. I mean, the the marketing writes itself. That would be dope. <laughs> do you think she would be interested? Do you think if you DM'd her, like she'd be interested? Like, no, no, you no, don't think so? She probably wouldn't. Uh, I, mean, I thought you guys were a bigger deal. Maybe, Never mind. Maybe if I give her the Nas plug, then she probably she would. <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, we should do that, low key. Yeah, reach out. Yeah, I'll reach out. Why not? I, you know, she's just somebody who wears sunglasses. She ain't that big a deal. How would it, how would, how do you think it sound though, Asan? What do you how mean? Would, how would her? Well, how would her's version theme song? I don't know. Like? You have to sing your theme song first, and then I'll tell you how the her version would go. Uh, the best dad, the best dad, the best dad ever, ever. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, I think it is. That's All it. right. So the her version. Would basically be that, but with a guitar solo and and sunglasses. <laughs> Dude, I mean, side note, her, she's an amazing musician. She's a beast. Yeah, like, she's dope. She can play any and everything and rip at everything. Like, it's just crazy. That's yeah, no, she she is amazing. Uh, 
do you do you think she's ever bought her father like for father's day like a mug that says her best dad ever on it and if so are you guys going to send her a cease and desist because <laughs> i think you should but in any event so you guys are starting a podcast called her best dad ever because you both are fathers of exclusively daughters right now N- neither of you have any male children so far right no Woo. so really you have nothing to compare your experience to true no, Dang, that's crazy. We've heard. You yeah. guys are completely so. So what is? So let's get into that. What about raising daughters so far? Because neither of you have. So all your daughters combined are under the age of what? Six, six and under. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about raising daughters? You know, uh, uh, these past six years makes you want to talk about it on a podcast. This is interesting. Well, I think um, you know the the. I think the the time that we live, um, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 nuclear family is 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 shifting. You know, it's different. I think Marquet and I. And by nuclear, have, you mean um, like, like the Incredibles, like with superpowers. Yeah, you know, like just the different superpowers that each parent has. <laughs> Hector, kid. what would you say is your <laughs> wife's superpower? Oh, she's very. Um, she she thinks. I'll make sure she like, hears this oh, too. Wow. By the way. Yeah, no, that's good. No, she thinks like super hard. Her superpower is investigating. Investigating. Like, yeah, she can, she can, she can think and research. So and, she's nosy, is what you're saying. Figure something out. She's nosy. No, she's not nosy. Oh, no, okay. no, not nosy. She, she's, she's just very intentional. All right. In, in her research. No, that's a good. That's good. That because that kind of allows you more wiggle room to kind of like be a little bit more lax, right? Yeah, like if I ever need anything, <laughs> I could just be like, hey. You know, can you look this up for me? Marque, same question. What is your, what would you say is your wife's superpower? Hmm. I would think the same thing. Like Carmen is very like, uh, cause I'm much of a dreamer, you know? Yeah. You like to stay in the clouds. Uh, yeah. Big picture. You, you know, so she, right. So she's definitely like the brains to okay. my whole operation, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Asking a hundred questions. Uh, <laughs> so it if- make that thing right. So if you yeah, and Hector were both kidnapped, right? Who do you, whose wife do you think would find you first? Like, would Hector get found first, or would Marquet get found first? Like, if this was an episode of First Forty Eight and both y'all went missing at the same time, what? How did you? What? This well, come you, from? you come on. You're 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 basically begging me to ask you this question used, because you yeah, both yeah. said that your wife's superpowers are being able to investigate and find out information. So who do you think is yeah. better at? It, is what I'm asking. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think probably they both have different tactics, slightly different tactics, but yeah. they'd get to us at the same time. I'm guessing. I don't I'm know. gonna say, I'm gonna say Hector because I think Hector leaves more of a paper trail in his daily life. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you work for like a school, like that's like official. That is official. Yeah. You 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 know you got to you know a school they got to run a background check on you and like you know. You got you got accreditors to answer to and stuff. Oh, ch- churches run background checks. Churches they just got to answer to Jesus, and he's way more lenient. He's way more lenient than uh, university accreditors. <laughs> but anyway, so that's really cool though. So you guys are starting this starting this podcast, and have you have you started? Um, I know you have one episode out so far. By the time this airs, you will have probably two episodes, maybe. Um, are they are they mostly interviews or are they mostly conversations? 
Yeah, it's a little bit of both. So uh, right now we you'll see some some dialogue between me and me and Hector, you know, but we got some some uh, some interesting conversations coming up with that some, for some people that we're interviewing mm-hmm. uh, that we're really excited about. Uh, some girl dads, but also some some daughters that we're, we're excited about interviewing too, oh. learning from their perspective of what was what was it like uh, being raised by like you know fathers and, and all and then and just in just their experience whether positive or negative something that we can learn from you know yeah and have there have you guys had have to have any have you so far have to had any like really difficult conversations with people about their their dealings with their fathers or with their daughters no no not yet okay i, we, I mean we actually no we actually haven't haven't interviewed yet any, any oh okay got gotcha. you we have some on the docket that we're going to be interviewing soon right but I have thought about that. I feel like it will be interesting, you know, because we'll probably, you know, want to honor the space of the of the daughter. You know, yeah. we don't want them talking trash on their dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I get it. But. So what what is what has been what has been the to this point in your six years of uh, give or take of raising daughters? What's been the what's been the most rewarding thing about being a father to daughters specifically, I guess? Uh, most rewarding thing, I don't know. I th- there's a lot of things I think that come to my mind. I don't know if they'd necessarily be rewarding, but mm. um, seeing uh, seeing seeing the way they the way they um, they grow in their independence. It's been really cool for my twins. I have, I have twin daughters, um, Sarai and Eden, who are five. Yeah. <clears throat> and you have how many kids total now? Like fourteen. Four. Okay. <laughs> I have four. <laughs> Twin daughters who are five. I have a two year old and then a four month old. And uh And yeah, are you so and are y'all we're... still trying or are you done? No, we're good. We're done. Okay. We're done. Now Hector, I've heard this Same before. There. No 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 you have <laughs> I have heard that. We're always going for four. You haven't heard from me. Oh um, man. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're done. We're done. But no, um rewarding thing is seeing mm-hmm. uh a couple different things. See, seeing seeing their independence. Uh, you know they're only five years old, but being able to see how they how they function um, independently uh, from us and from one another, mm-hmm. um, being able to kind of kind of hold their own, I, th- I think has been I think has been really really rewarding. Um, we, me and Jessica, are really intentional talking to them about race and and you know who they are as black girls. And mm-hmm. um, we were watching um, Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, mm. the, the, the TV special. Oh um, yeah, man. During Christmas time. And, uh, and, you know, we put on, it's a traditional Christmas movie or whatever. And, uh, we're like halfway through it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But my mom always used to watch it. But so, so we're, we're halfway through it. And my, uh, one of my daughters, Sarai, she, she stops. She says, says, mom and dad, where, where are all the black and brown people in this show? (laughs) (laughs) And in that moment, me and Jessica were real happy because, you know, they saw that it's not, or it shouldn't be a normal thing to have just, uh, you know, like, like, like diversity is, is, is value. So that's yeah. something I'm proud of. Did you um, put on Bebe's kids after that to like, to reassure them that there are black and brown kids in the we universe? Tried, yeah. We tried to balance that out. Yeah. You got to, you got to show them like <laughs> Bebe's kids. Uh, yeah. Like all of that is really necessary. So they see like the different, you know, the wood, like, like stuff like that. So they know that there's other experiences out there. <laughs> yeah. We, Man. you know, 
we, we, we try to be really intentional with all that. I think, and then there, there was one more thing I was going to say. Yeah, deep, deep thought questions too, like just about, mm. about faith, spirituality, like things like that. They, um, they, they ask really, really deep questions and, and they catch stuff that, you're not, that you don't expect they catch. Like so they'll what say stuff. What do, you do when, what do you do when one of your daughters asks you a, a, a deep question and you don't know the answer to it? I'll tell them I don't know. And okay, that's honest yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell them I don't know, and but I'll I'll point them in in a direction that you know, you know. This you tell person, them to go read the Bible. Yeah, basically. No, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll say like you know this person would say this or this person would say that. You know, we'd give them kind of uh-huh. a little bit of the, you know, the the, the options or or what um, you know what what different thoughts are, what different people think mm-hmm. about it. Andrew, you better than me. I, I'll just mix something up. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just lie I'm to your like, kids, Marque? I sure do. I'm like, man, whatever sounds good in the moment, you know. <laughs> no, I'm playing. All right. So the flip side of that question is, what has been the most challenging aspect of fatherhood to to daughters this far, thus far? Sorry. Either of you can start. Yeah, for me, man, uh, I mean, there's multiple answers to this question, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the first thing that comes to, come to mind is Hector, Hector hinted to the fact that, you know, uh, us having black uh, girls and mm-hmm. um, and just the hard conversations that we're having at six years old about mm-hmm. just their um, just their identity, you know, and mm-hmm. and them, man, them going to school and and uh, hearing from young kids that, you know, uh, being black is is ugly, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. And having those hard conversations with a six year old, you know, is just man, that's been a difficult thing to navigate uh, for me as a father. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Her her acknowledging what she sees on on the Disney Channel and uh, seeing like blonde princesses and and all the things and wanting her hair to be straight and mm-hmm. why daddy why is my hair this way you know and it's just all of those conversations that you think you would not have with a six six year old you know right uh which is which is kind of heavy you know yeah. and what's crazy is that we were going through stuff like that when we were kids right. which means the people we grew up with who are now parents failed at their jobs <laughs> right right <laughs> because it's like What's you should have learned these lessons when we were six years old <laughs> right Real talk. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, Hector, what about you? What's been one of the most challenging things? No, I would definitely um, say the same thing for sure. Having having challenging conversations like that. We haven't had anything that they've shared that has been that explicit, but um, you know, still being intentional with those conversations of, um, you know, like you know, they came home talking about Martin Luther King. Today. This is Martin Luther King Day today, and mm-hmm. you know, they talked about him during the during the um, you know, during this last week of school. So talking to them about that, you know, over the summer with all the racial injustice that was going on, you know, we had, they were asking tough questions, you know, we had to give honest answers. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a deeper answer. I think probably more of a, <clears throat> more of a uh, general challenge is, man, it's just, just like, just literally raising them and like having the energy <laughs> to do that. Like, yeah, make sure uh, they stay I, alive. Right. No, for real. Mm-hmm. Like being yeah. being present, just like being able to, um, yeah, being able to have what it takes to to raise these kids. Like I get up every morning at 
at four thirty, five o'clock just to have a little bit of time to myself to like mm-hmm. get get right before I jump into the day. Because if I'm off, yeah, the kids can like, you know, I get impatient. <laughs> like it, it's it's just hard. It's, it's challenging to, to be consistent and be a good dad, you know. All right. Now I want y'all to think before you answer this next question. Where were you were you both ready to have children when you first had your first kid? I mean, not at all. So why not were you trying, Marque? No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Hector? No, I think like in theory we were ready. Like we were planning, uh-huh. you know, we were trying to have a kid. Okay. But but nothing like in actuality is going to prepare you to, you know. Right. I remember having you know having having our daughters. I mean, granted, we had twins too when, we, when our first when our first kids were twins. I remember being at home with them, you know, the night we got back from the hospital, and being like, "Damn, like what." Like what do we do? <laughs> you know, nobody tells right. you. It gets real. Yeah, yeah. That, that I think. Sorry, go ahead, oh, Marque. Uh, and I, I say no, just based off the fact. I mean, not to take it super deep, but like, I didn't have a blueprint of what a father looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, me not growing up with a father. You know, soon as soon as Carmen came back with the words like, "Yo, we're pregnant," fear just instilled in me. You know, like I'm like, mm-hmm. what does a father look like? Like what, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, so. On that side of things, I wasn't ready. Uh, yeah. Since you're going deep, let me ask you this question. Has having to love your female daughters, um, has that, having to learn how to do that, has that affected how you love your wives? Like, do you feel like you have a, has it affected, do you feel like you have some kind of maybe a deeper understanding of like, you know, what, you know, girls can go through. And so that has it, has it affected your, the way you see your wives at all? Like being loving, a loving now, you know, women, uh, daughters, you know, in your life in a different way, a different kind of love. That's not a romantic love, but has that learning to do like love women in that way affected the way that you love your wives, like, or informed it in some way? I'm let Hector go for I'll, I'll say yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say yeah for sure for mm-hmm. sure. It's it's more of a it's like a I don't know at least the way I've experienced it and it's helped me to to kind of like you said like love my wife better or at least you know try. To I didn't say better. better. I you heard better. Exactly. I didn't say better. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you said what? I said has it informed the what way or like affected the way that you love your wives? Yeah, so it has informed the way I love my wife, or you know, just, impacted the way. I love I'm my just wife. messing with you, Hector. It, it, <laughs> the songs want to start some mess. <laughs> oh man, I didn't say. I know better. I walked carefully with the song. I'm walking right. carefully. Yeah. This is a this is a comedy podcast. Um, I should have told y'all before I asked you. Right. Before. Right. Oh no, I knew. I I prepared myself before coming on. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go. <laughs> um, no, what I was saying was is um yeah, I feel like my daughters bring to me um a question. Mm-hmm. that is um you know you know daddy am i like am, am i pretty enough you know daddy mm. am, am i worth your time mm-hmm. like daddy you know am i am i the center like am i am i the apple of your eye you know like mm-hmm. you know like you hear that yeah you know and you know they bring that question you know they want to they want to be pursued like they, they want to be loved right, and, you right. Know, they want to be um they want to be valued you know so so yeah yeah it it, it's it's opened my eyes too to you know conversations even me and my wife have had in the past. Mm. Yeah, and I'll put it this way, man. Uh, at the end of the day, like 
me and my wife, we're the foundation of this, you know, like, so if I'm not pouring into that, then mm -hmm. nothing else works, you know, like, right. uh, and I'll put it this way as well. Like in the next 18 years or, I mean, Gabby's six. So 12, when she turns 18, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's about to leave, you know, like yeah. <laughs> she's going to go to college and <laughs> so hopefully she going to college, Reverend. We, we getting her out of here, Reverend. Okay. Uh, so yeah, just, I've heard so many stories of based off the fact that like, you know, uh, couples, uh, after raising kids, mm -hmm. once their kids go to college, mm -hmm. they look up and they don't even know each other anymore. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, the love is gone and there's so many divorce happened that way, you know? So I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just really intentional about the fact of loving my wife, uh, and caring for us in the way where shoot at the end of the day. I'm, I got to be with her for the rest of my life. These kids won't leave. <laughs> I mean, just to be blunt. I don't know if this is right or not, but like, yeah, I'll tell, I'll, I'll uh, I can't remember like what situations will like lead to this, but like, it'll come up and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give Jessica a kiss or something like that. And, uh, and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, mom's my favorite girl. And they'll be like, but dad, aren't we your favorite? I said, no, mom, mm. mom's my favorite girl. Mm. Like mom, mom is, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And, and I know like it's, it's complex for them, like in the moment, but I'm hoping um, and, and I'm feeling like long term, like it'll make sense to them. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And hopefully it'll help them to, you know, find what they need in whoever their spouse is going to be someday. You know, right, right. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it it must be an interesting, uh, an interesting pursuit to sort of establish what love looks like for your kids between, uh, like, right. be like for a couple, like how, like modeling for them what like romantic love looks like must be tricky because you're not, they're not just, you know, uh, a dispassionate observer. Like they're not just looking on as someone right. who, like an objective right. observer, like they're looking on as someone who also wants love and attention from both you and your wives. But, right. uh, but then they also are being modeled like what love looks like between two people it, it's a different kind of love that they don't have with you guys so I'm, I'm sure it's an interesting thing for them to have to process you know yeah it's interesting and then matching that with like the disney disney movies they watch <laughs> the, the other day right, right. Uh, eden's been on this that. eden's been on this thing of like true love quote unquote true love so like <laughs> the other day the other day eden, jessica said something to me that that eden thought was not nice was not mean or that was mean and she was like mom you don't talk to your husband like that you guys have true love. <laughs> <laughs> have you like, asked her you what true it. love means? Mm. No, that's a good question. Though. I probably, no, I need to, though. Did you tell that's her good. true love waits? No. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you read that book? <laughs> no. No, no? I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, that's interesting. You <laughs> should ask her. Doing. You should ask her what uh, what true love means to her. And no, see that's what she good. Says. I am. That's, I'd, I'd be interested to see what she says for sure. It's good. Uh, if you guys want ideas, if you guys want ideas for uh, episodes of your podcast, I mean, I've already given you gold with her doing the theme song. But if you want more ideas for the podcast, <laughs> you should you guys should do an episode or a couple of episodes where you interview your different kids on the podcast. I think that would be really good. Oh. You think so? Yeah. It either would be really good or a nightmare. But I mean, it's right. up for you to figure that out. <laughs> There'd just be a lot of post production. There'd just be a lot of editing. Yeah, I mean, you'd right. have to, you'd have to cut around the, you know, the uh, the awkward silences. But like, obviously, you don't want to interview your your six month old or however old the baby is. But like, it'd be interesting for you to talk to your twins, maybe even together or maybe even separately, because 
you know, and then your uh, Marques, Gabby's, you know, old enough, I think, to yeah. answer some questions. Now, I'm not he saying is. you do a Joe Rogan style three hour uh, deep dive. Right, right. But I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, to watch your kids answer, you know, intriguing questions in real time, you know, because their yeah. brains are both. St- like fragile because they're still forming. And so like everything they're, they're thinking changes, you know, from one day to the next, but also like, but honest, they're honest because they're uninhibited by, you know, self, you know, insecurity and like worrying right. about what people think. Like they'll just right. answer honestly. And that might be interesting, interesting content for the I listeners. That's a good idea. You're welcome. I will take my 10%. <laughs> I'll, I'll invoice y'all for my 10%. Marquette, do you like that idea? I actually like it. Yeah, it's actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. You guys should do it. If I had kids, that's what I would do. I would force them to <laughs> help me produce content for my podcast and monetize it and share them none of the the, the fruits of their labor. Oh, man. That, so you're one of the, the – yeah, I'm so excited for you to have kids one day. I can't wait do, Oh, let me let, Yeah, let's kids. get into that. Let's get into that. Uh, <laughs> so as as fathers, do you think I would be a good father? I think so. I think it would be really good. <laughs> Hector hesitated. Yeah, well, Hector, what's all this? <laughs> Hector, come on, man. No, I, no, I think I think it'd be good. I, I feel like me, me, mine, mine, and yours relationship with Son has been interesting because like we were closer, like back when we were like in our college days, and then we mm-hmm. dropped off for a little bit, and then in recent years, like the past couple of years, we've we've started to grow closer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like. I, but I but I feel like uh, Marquet probably knows a little bit more like because because I mean you've even like babysat for for Gabby and like you're really close with Gabby and, mm-hmm. and Savannah and stuff. Um, so honestly, no, I was just I, I hesitated because I feel like I could I can't like I can't like with the <laughs> with the with the full knowledge like answer that question. But from mm-hmm. what I from yeah from our relationship and the dynamic of our relationship, yeah, you're you're a very like thoughtful person. You're an intentional person. You're an honest person, and uh, you know you're consistent too. So I, I feel like those are all the makings of an effective, an effective dad. Man. And let me just tell y'all, Asan's listeners. Oh, my daughter Gabby, six years old, has Asan wrapped around her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like literally, like Asan is one of the best uncles. She I love. Lo- yeah, I love. I love Marquee and Carmen's kids. They're great kids. You guys are you guys are good parents though, and I think it's reflective uh, in 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 your children. Um, I think it is you guys are uh, doing a good job, as good a job as anybody could do. Thanks, man. And extra points to Marque because he didn't have a dad growing up. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> um, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, this is uh to take it not as deep, but how has now that we've been basically in the house for the past year. Have y'all had to learn to cook? Yes. And what has that journey been like? Because raising kids, I'm sure you can't just, you know, run to, uh, you know, to El Pollo Loco every night. Right. So what, what's Without that? What's the, the journey? Pool. What's the what's the cooking journey been like for fathers, especially as kids grow older and their their palates change and stuff like that? They become less picky, but somehow more picky at the same time. How has that been? Because <laughs> I know so, I was a nightmare as a kid. I was super picky. And like, I remember one time I, this memory sticks out in my head so fondly because it was probably very traumatic for me, but, um, I had a lot of, a lot of trauma in my childhood. That's why I'm in therapy now. Um, I remember one time, um, we were going to McDonald's, right? 
uh, me and my mom and my brother, who was probably like one years old at the time, because I was super young. So I was probably like six or seven. Okay. And uh, we we're going to McDonald's. And that was like a treat. Right. Because, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So like going out to eat was like a treat. So I always look oh, forward yeah. to it. And I don't know what it was at the time that was going on in my life that was so difficult to me that I just couldn't handle it. But I remember when my mom was like, well, we're going to go to McDonald's and stuff or whatever. And I was so excited. And when I was young, I didn't like anything on my burger except mayonnaise and cheese, right? That was like, when I was a kid, that's all I wanted. Um, and huh. I remember we went to McDonald's and my mom ordered my my Happy Meal the way that, you know, I like it. And I remember I we were driving home and I opened up the wrapper and it was just a regular <laughs> cheeseburger, right? With like mustard and ketchup and pickles and pickles. all that stuff on it. And I just remember, bro, I hadn't at that point in my life, I had not cried harder at anything <laughs> like I was weeping. And I remember it to this day, like I was just so heartbroken because like I just all I wanted was the, you know, the, the one thing that week that was going to make me happy. Little did I know how much harder life was going to get. But uh, yeah, I was really I was really heartbroken. So how do you navigate stuff like that when your kids were like you as an adult have like all the perspective in the world about like, you know, like. When your kid is crying because they didn't want pickles on a hamburger, but they're storming the Capitol. And, you you know, but you can't really, like, explain to your kids that there's more in life going on than your, right. your pickles. So how do you navigate stuff right. like that? And how has that affected the way, like, you, you know, what's the food journey been like for you? So for me, it's been fun uh, mm -hmm. in in the sense of because I have been cooking more in the, in the, in the quarantine. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I mean, Asan, you know me uh, <laughs> for real. You know, I was never. Marquette a couldn't boil water. Oh man, you, and you're telling the truth too. Uh, so it's been fun to learn and uh, mm -hmm. take little small things like that off my wife's plate, so she can yeah. find peace and rest and stuff. So that's been fun. But you're right. So there's moments where you know I, because I, I mentioned Gabby, but I also have a, a three year old. Uh, her name is Savannah, mm -hmm. and man, <laughs> I had to pause for a second. This little girl yeah. is so picky uh-huh uh but i found what was what works for me and hector i don't know if you resonate with this but like at the end of the day you're gonna eat what i, I <laughs> you're gonna eat what i cook yeah, yeah and yeah. you know and she'll put up a fit and you know she go crazy and all the things but uh -huh. i know what, what works with her is yes you probably won't eat it at that moment but she'll eat it probably an hour later you know because she's hungry so of course uh she's going <laughs> But if she has her, if she if she has it her way, she'll just she'll just snack all day and eat all the snacks and uh, candy uh, and so stuff. So we try to cut all of that. Yeah. So yeah. we try to cut down on all that all that stuff. But when it comes to food, she knows like, yo, I'm not making a special nothing. Uh, <laughs> you gonna sit there and <laughs> the the other day we were cooking and and me, me and Jessica go back and forth. I've I've cooked I've cooked for for most of our marriage and so is Jessica. But I mean, both of us obviously have done it more since quarantine. Who's the better cook, um, you or Jessica? Oh, I'm definitely better. The better. Oh, okay. Kid. And she wouldn't mind you saying that. No, I'm just playing. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to pick a fight. She'll hear it and she'll be like, "Wait, what are Hector, you talking about? man, we trying to make sure tonight's gonna be a good night. Come yeah. on, it's, Hector. It's still kind of early, sleeping. Hector. Don't, 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 uh, don't take yourself out of the game yet, Hector. Right. <laughs> no, she's sleeping. She's, she, it's done for now. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> she, Reverend uh, Hector, she ain't hit her rim cycle yet. You good? Oh, that's <laughs> rim cycle. Hilarious. <laughs> be like, what's the test? You like push it. Yeah, if if you walk in the if you walk in the bedroom and to turn the light on and she don't wake up, that's her. She's in her REM sleep. You gotta leave okay. her alone. 
bro. But if you turn the light on and she if she roll over and say, turn the light off, then you good. <laughs> no, nah, bro. It don't work like that in marriage, bro. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, um, Sorry, Hector. Keep so, going. So this so so this this is like last week. And it, oh man, I, I was laughing at myself when Mark was telling his story because Eden's the same way. Eden has she's one of my five year old twins. She's she's like super picky, but like me and Jessica tried to hold boundaries. Like, listen, like this is what's for dinner. You guys have to eat it, you know. Um, uh, you know, but then also like you said, realize like they're still little, so like, uh, I don't know. Try to have a healthy perspective of that. But but usually we'll say no. You got to eat all your food, like regardless of if you're saying if you don't like it or not. But this particular time, it was so sad. Me and Jessica looked at each other like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? We had, like, meatballs. And Eden was legit gagging. Like, she, like eating the food, she was like, but, Daddy, I don't want to eat the uh, Daddy. Uh, uh. Now, was she, and now, was was not, she acting or were they real She gags? was not acting. I promise you she was not acting. Oh, okay. I promise you. And me and Jessica looked at each other like, oh, crap. Well, what do we do then? <laughs> like, so we just told us that we're not going to make meatballs anymore. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I thought of that. We were we were making her eat them. What kind of what kind of meatballs were they? Were they like the glazed meatballs like that black people bring to every potluck? Right. <laughs> no, not the. In the you know no, when they were... they, when black people bring their whole crock pot over to the the potluck. Yeah, the whole crock pot. <laughs> oh man, with the toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, little toothpicks. Um, no, they were just like some Costco. Costco oh, uh, frozen okay. meatballs. Yeah, they, Yo, are those the teriyaki chicken ones or whatever? They weren't the teriyaki ones. They were, they were different. Those ones. are bomb. Hey, do, yeah. is it true that you have to have a Costco card now to eat Costco food? Like at the the yes. walk up window? It's oh, that true. is trash. That's trash. It's very true. It has That's it cut down on the lines at all? Well, do it works for me because I'm I'm a member there. So <laughs> trifling. Does has that cut down on the lines? Have you been to Costco since? Yeah, I have. It, it actually has. Yeah. Okay. The lines have been shorter. Now, what is your favorite thing on the Costco menu? Is it the pizza? It's definitely the pizza. It used to be the hot dog. You know, okay. the hot dog comes with the beverage. Yeah, um, you get a hot dog back. and a drink for a dollar fifty. Dollar twenty five. Dollar twenty five. Excuse me. Dude, and, and those hot dogs be hitting too, man. Yeah, the hot dogs are good. Yeah. You gotta put the I'm, onions in the relish. Right, right. I'm not a fan. No, of I don't. The, uh, I don't do the. I don't do the the condiments and stuff because it be it be bees in there. <laughs> Why? Did, you're right. Why are there bees? Like the, the I won't. I won't name what city it's in, but there's a there's a Costco close to me, and every time I go there, like the condiment and drink section is like it's like the Amazon rainforest. Like, don't oh go gosh. over there if you are allergic to wild animals. <laughs> Dude, and I, and I'm allergic to bees, so it's oh, just no. so don't go, yeah. don't, don't go, go over right? there. It's not so that's worth why I, it. That's why I stopped getting a hot dog. <laughs> so I get the pizza. <laughs> you gotta risk your life for the mustard. I haven't <laughs> been, I, I haven't been to Costco in forever to like buy the actual food. But do they still have those like chocolate covered ice cream bars with almonds on them? No, that um, was my favorite. I don't, I don't know that I've seen that. Okay, no, well, that was they, they like, had those for a minute. They have like Sundays and stuff like that. Okay. They also have this thing called the chicken bake. Oh yeah, chicken bakes is fire. Man, those hit. That thing is amazing. Yeah, I, the chicken bakes are fire. It's like a big, yeah. it's like a big hot pocket. Them things are good. Right, right. That's funny. Yeah. Oh man. So what else can I ask y'all before I let y'all go? Um, son, this has been, this has been fun, man. Oh, I'm glad y'all enjoy it, man. I'm looking forward to listening to y'all podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, I've had it's been almost an hour. Um, what are you guys looking forward to, um, the most from doing your podcast? Like what about, what about doing the podcast excites you the most? 
I'll jump in. I think for me, it's it's just literally having a space to have some of these conversations, you know, because I I don't think, I mean, I've, I've actually researched and tried to find communities that uh, guys are in the same season as me or uh, mentors that can, you know, uh, encourage me when I'm going through a rough season. Uh, and I couldn't find many. So do you do you judge uh, who you would allow to be your mentor based on how their grown daughters act? Definitely. <laughs> so if their daughters is out here wilding, you don't want to be mentored by them? I'll be real. Yes. <laughs> like, I, no, I, I do not want to. Mentored by you. If, if your, your daughter, daughter has a TikTok, mom. you can't talk to me about raising my yeah, kids. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You know, like our job is to keep them off the pole. Amen. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hector, what are you most excited about about the podcast? No, I was actually going to say, say the same thing. I feel like, um, you know, the motivation, the thing that excited me the most about doing the podcast with Marque is that, you know, it, it it um it forces us to have intentional conversations on a weekly basis mm-hmm. that are that are going to help us be better dads like so yeah every time we come into an interview or a conversation that me and Marque have like that's the that's the the lens i put on is like hey this is this is just th- this is a conversation to make us better you know yeah. and uh and yeah conversations we should be having so yeah, all right. it's, it's just a self-enriching thing. There's some things I want to ask you, but I don't want you to give up all your podcast conversation topics on my podcast. So I'm going to ask you them uh, rapid fire style, and you can just give me a one word or like one phrase, one sentence answer. All right. Okay. Perfect. All right. First thing. Um, <laughs> when do your when do your kids get a cell phone? Oh, 13, 17. 17? You, <laughs> Marque, you really think you're going to be able to keep your kids off of the internet till 17? 17, bro. See, but thir- even I said 13, but even at 13, it's going to be like a phone that like only calls me. Like a boost mobile. Y'all are saying that now. When your kids is nine years old and they're literally all of their friends have cell phones and they're crying because they don't have no, one, you guys are going to get your kids a cell phone. Woo! Come on, man. That, bro. They got iPads. They can have cell phones. <laughs> there's so many things you could do now to lock the phones up like, yeah you'd be all right yeah i think so um oh oh this is what i was gonna ask you um uh i'm not gonna ask you to incriminate yourselves but i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you do you believe in spanking you don't have to say whether or not you do it but do you believe in it <laughs> i'll say yes to that okay yes, yes. hector yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Who who is more the disciplinarian in the household for y'all? You or your wives? I'll definitely say my wife. Uh-huh. She is I, definitely. I'd say we share it. Like it Hector's like, I get mine in. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hector, like, they're gonna know I run this too. That's hilarious. <laughs> so um, do you think um so Marque, you said more of your wife. Do you think that it has something to do with you having daughters as opposed to sons i think so okay you know like i mean there's times where you know i have to you know give a little spanking here or there you uh-huh. know whether on the hand or yeah um uh, but i am cautious of the fact that they they are girls yeah and of course. like i don't want them to have memories of me of violence against them of, yeah, yeah you know so i so, so that is in the back of my mind 
Okay. Hector, that, that's not nothing against you in, in, in all your beating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hector's like, I beat my kids. Hector, like, damn, I should have <laughs> I did not say that. You listeners uh, don't You know what's funny? Uh, the first time I didn't like, say that. The first time I was really, I can't remember when that was, but I remember the first time I spent some real time around Hector's kids, like in, in their element. Uh, I was very surprised, but I was like, I it was then I realized like, like Hector be Hector Hector be laying down the law in this house because Hector's <laughs> Hector has some of the most well behaved like five year old kids I've ever seen. I agree, it's pretty wild. Yeah, well, I've not spent is. enough time around these kids, <laughs> <laughs> Hector. I, like Hector, I've seen your kids like Hector's kids literally like will like just sit down and do homework unsolicited. No, they will not. I've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Man, I've seen that's it. definitely some... not my household. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe quarantine has changed them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they go. They, you know, all, I'm sure a lot of kids have gone a little stir crazy in the quarantine. Wilding out, yeah. Um, <laughs> when do uh, hmm, when do your kids get to start wearing makeup if they choose to want to do that? Mm. See, that's an interesting one for me because they are practicing now. Now, but it's just all fun, you know. Right. Like, it doesn't mean anything yet. It doesn't mean anything. So I, I don't, I can't answer that question yet because right now I just like, uh, <laughs> but I think I know it's gonna feel different when when they start to become teenagers and all the things. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So right now it's just innocent, so I can't answer that fully. What about you, Hector? Have your have any of your kids shown any interest in makeup or anything like that? Oh yeah, they 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 love it. Same same as Marque though. It's like all play right now. They they love going into Jessica's little makeup area and like touching thing like touching things and trying to you know pretend like they're putting stuff on yeah they love it so i mean yeah i'm, I'm thinking probably like you know 10 13 but of course it's not going to be like caking it on you know we might get them a little colored lip gloss or like i'm already <laughs> marque is not looking forward to this not at all like man we've already done like th- there have been like a couple of events where like um like the one was like a, a wedding. My, my wife's, um, my wife's, uh, she's not from Uganda, but her parents are from Uganda. She, she's Ugandan. So we went to this traditional Ugandan wedding and uh, the girls got all dressed up and stuff. And yeah, we put like makeup on them for that and like, mm-hmm. uh, or li- lipstick on, on for them. And, the, and you know, they, they love it. You know, it makes them feel, makes them feel real special. Mm-hmm. Um, do either of, do any of your kids show aspirations to want to be musicians? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Both. That's been actually like really fun. That's been a really fun thing, actually. I'll have to send you some tracks. Like, like our, um, my brother-in-law, their uncle bought them a little MIDI controller. Uh huh. And I set it up for them on Thanksgiving, <laughs> and they legit like together like made like tracks. And like I, I put I, I put the headphones on and just let the track go. And my daughter Sarai, <laughs> who, um, who seems to be the more um, the more um, What's the word I'm looking for? Rambunctious. Uh, no, not rambunctious, but like musically more um, Im- inclined, Im- improvisational, improvisational, oh, improvisational. Okay. She just went in like singing like lyrics Hector. That word is Hector. The word you're looking for is bold. Bold. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, she bold. <laughs> but no, they 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 love it. You yeah, know? you put a little reverb and auto tune on it. Let them let let them hear it. I gotta right. send it to you for real. Yeah, send it to me. Right. You should have them sing the theme song to your podcast. Hector and Marquez, I'm giving y'all gold. Gold here. You should yeah, have them sing it. Come on, man. The little kids choir. It's a lot of tune on it. That's good. 
Marque, what about your kids? They seem interested in music at all? Yeah, they, they're, they're, yeah, they definitely are. Uh, Savannah's more so into the piano, and uh, Gabby's in, she, well, she loves uh, singing now. So uh, shout out to our friend Mia. She's our vocal coach right now. Yeah. She has this little thing where uh, <laughs> she discovered bar- Barbado. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, man. It's the, but, hey, bro, it's the cutest thing ever, though. You I'm know, sure like, it is. Oh, my God. What's, what's, what's Gabby's favorite song to sing? Uh, so, so for a minute, she was on Lion King. So uh-huh. everything, uh, you know, oh, I just can't wait to be king, yeah. all that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and King was all the vibrato, you know, <laughs> when she got to, <laughs> she got about to know, but now she's into Annie. So she's watching Annie, Annie now. The Jamie Foxx version? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you already know. You already know. So, so she's been on that. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, man. So, so we, we're trying to store it and nurture it and yeah. see what comes from it, man. But yeah, she's definitely loving music right now. Dude, that is, that is really dope. Um, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're coming up against the time here. Um, yeah, I want to give you guys a proper plug for the podcast. Let the, uh, let the audience know like exactly what it's called again, remind them of the name and you know, where they can find it, how often you guys are going to put out episodes, all that kind of stuff. So the podcast is, uh, her best at ever, and you can find us on our website, www.herbestatever.com. And, um, we're a weekly podcast, um, and it's mixed up with interviews with other people or conversations just between Marquet and myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, is it, uh, it's only available through the website or is you have an RSS feed elsewhere? No, it's, it's in anywhere you download podcasts. Anywhere. Okay. Podcast. Great, 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 great. Cool. I will definitely be tuning in and listening. Uh, I love both y'all and, but just outside of that, I'm excited. You guys are both entertaining and hilarious. So I'm excited to, uh, and insightful. So I'm excited to listen to the podcast, man. Yeah, for real though. If you have any listeners, you know, who, who, who are girl dads or parents, or if you're a wife who wants your husband to like be better, you know, just, uh, <laughs> send him over. <laughs> you guys should start a boot camp, a, right. hu- a husband yeah. boot camp or, a, you know, uh, 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 yeah, uh, a daughter, da- a daughter, dad boot camp. Um, You're best dad. <laughs> Are you gonna be a best dad? Yes, sir. That's everyone <laughs> scared straight. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you both, gentlemen, for uh, for coming on the podcast today. Um, so, uh, you guys are on social media at her best dad ever. Yes. Yes. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Well, you can find uh, me at Asan the DJ on social media at A H S O H N the DJ or my website, Asan.com. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and at weeklyregular.com. Fellas, Marquet, Hector, her best dad ever. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I look forward to hearing you on your podcast. Thanks, Asan. We love you. Thanks, Asan. All right. Love you guys too. And we will see y'all next week.